This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Moded Studios Embroidered Patches and Apparel. Go to modedstudios.com to find all the latest and greatest in patches and apparel. One of my favorite patches that I particularly like is Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian meme, the child-inspired, <laughs> fully embroidered patch. They also have the fully embroidered patch beanie for the Baby Yoda. <laughs> also, I like the Bernie Sanders, I am once again asking patch, uh, the 2020 presidential campaign meme embroidered patch. Go to modedstudios.com and place your order now. They're always updating their website and they do custom work. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Go to Moded Studios now and get some. Now on with the show. Fresh. Fresh. Welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Peapod. Yes, that's right. Peapod is back. Chris Peapod Dar Dar Dar. Chris Peapod Dar Dar. I'm not trying to make fun of you, Peapod, at all. I really just, I'm not positive how to say your last name. Peapod! That's what we're calling them. Uh, Peapod is the host of a wonderful podcast about the Midwest music scene. It's called On The Radar Radio. Uh, it's not On The Radar Radio. It's called The On The Radar Podcast. On The Radar Radio is On The Radar Podcast on the radio. So you can catch, if you're interested, you can catch On The Radar Radio every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, and On The Radar podcast is anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I don't know if Google Play even has podcasts. <laughs> you can get it anywhere you get your podcast, okay? Uh, but it's a wonderful program about the music in the Midwest here. And I really like the format of his show. And the radio show is really cool because he's taking segments of his podcast, playing it on the radio, and then also incorporating local music from around the, the region. So it, it's, it's really great. And I don't know. I have a soft spot for anybody who's trying to help out. Like, you know the 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 unknowns. I mean, everybody knows who Justin Bieber is. Everybody knows who Metallica is. But there's <laughs> this is up there, but there's like a, a a ton of Justin Biebers and a ton of of of, of Metallicas out there who who nobody knows about. And I know that sounds stupid. Like we need more Metallica and more <laughs> Justin Bieber. It's a terrible example, but what I'm saying is the magnitude of talent that's out there. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it rivals whoever is, you know, got to be in the spotlight, the, the corporate shill spotlight star that's on MTV. Is MTV still a thing where people watch music? I don't think so. I, I think I'm dated on that reference. Um, YouTube. I don't know. YouTube videos. That, okay, I'm done. Let's just move on. 
Go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and check out the latest single, Chloroform, from Reina Mystique. This is a collaboration between Reina, The Concrete Project, and myself. Um, I love this song, and I'm glad we were able to release it. Um, also, check out Reina Mystique on Twitch, twitch.com uh, slash Raina Mystique. She goes on, I, I forget her schedule, I think it's like Tuesday. Tonight, I know, if you're listening to this, the day of the... It drops, which is Wednesday, April 29th. Uh, so if you're listening to this April 29th, 2020, uh, it will be me and Raina will both be on Twitch tonight on Raina's channel. And uh, we're going to do some songs for the lovely people out there. Uh, anyways, go check out RainaMystique.com and check out her Twitch. She's, she, she's, she's loving the whole online streaming life. And... Uh, <laughs> And it goes deep, son. Like expensive water-cooled computers and high-end fucking HD cameras. It, it's nuts. It's nuts. But I'm totally into it. Like, here's the thing. I, she she took up this new expensive hobby, but it just so happens that her hobby coexists with my hobby. So I'm all about. I, I will go into all the debt to buy equipment i don't care i will i will just charge it i will i will spend the last of my money i mean i've never done anything where i'm like i paid i, I bought a guitar instead of rent like that was never the case for me i was always like well i need a place to live <laughs> but but i've always been that guy who's been reckless with a credit card especially when it comes to uh to gear uh, we just recently got out of credit card debt, so it, it's been something that I don't want to do, but I, I don't know. She just keeps, I just really need that thing, and, you know, we're waiting on government checks right now. Shit. I was like, let's just go get that shit right now, baby girl. <laughs> I'm all about it. Anyways, uh, check out the WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. The WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. It's not the WeSpeak. It's WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Go check it out. It is even newly redesigned. It is newly redesigned, uh, kind of. I, I just updated it. And I'm super happy to announce that there's a music tutorials page now active and available for you. You can go there. It has all of our uh, tutorials on it. And I I'm going to go even deeper with those tutorials. I want to... Because um, right now I have it linked sort of to my YouTube, so you can go onto my page and play the videos from my website, um, and you can access the playlist there. But you can also, it'll, if you click on the links, it'll take you to my YouTube page to the specific uh, uh, playlist that you are interested in learning. We have bass, guitar, ukulele, and piano licks for that ass. Uh, I, we go there, learn some stuff, maybe, I don't know. Um, YouTube seems to be enjoying my uh, tutorials, so maybe you will too. Uh, that's WeSpeakEnglishGood.com slash, I think it's just music tutorials. Also, we're cataloging every episode in the show on the website. It's been way too long. It's, it's, it, was my it was the fifth birthday. You know what? We'll talk about it on the other side. Let's get through this, and we'll get to Peapod. Uh, okay, so uh, go check out WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram. So it's like, follow, subscribe. So like us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. 
go 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 like us um, on the mountain. I don't care. Like us. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to Apple iTunes. Get on board with that shit. You gotta subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of this. All of this in your ear. And I know how much you need that in your ear. Uh, where were we? Uh, okay, so like, subscribe, review, and please, I, I, you know, this is the only thing I ask for. And you know, I've been seeing results from asking, so I appreciate it. Go give us a review. Go review us on iTunes, uh, wherever you get your uh, Spotify. I think has a, a review thing. Give us a five star. Look, someone gave us two stars. Someone gave us one star. But luckily, it's mostly five star reviews. Look. I appreciate it. It's 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 exactly what the show needs. So I, I'm not asking for money, although I am considering a Patreon. Well, I don't ask for money. I don't ask for anything. All I ask is for you to go click subscribe. If you like this podcast, if you want to support us, go do that. And we also might have a Patreon where you can go support us there as well. But I don't know yet. I'm also thinking about doing a Twitch. I don't know about that either. Um, lots of stuff going on in this quarantine season. So, um, I, I, where, where are we? Um, we got through. Oh, write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Let us know what you're feeling, how you how you're doing. I hope you're holding up okay in this weird time to be alive. This unprecedented once every hundred year, uh, once in a lifetime event, pandemic. So, um, yeah. Jeez Louise. We're anyways, look, so let's get the peapod. Uh I'll meet me on the other side. I'll talk a little bit about uh We Speak English Good and the website and our birthday and the future, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Alright, guys. Peapod in the morning. Okay, now that was bad. Hold on. Peapod in the morning. Or Peapod in the evening. 100.7 the zone. Peapod in the morning. <laughs> did, did you ever have like a little bumper or like, I don't know if, I don't know in the radio world if you call it a bumper, but. Uh, no, I call it a bumper. I call ca- it a bumper. I, I, I have a theme, but it, um, I, I actually do have a theme now. Um, I it, uh, to a couple of guys uh, from uh, Soundseed Studios uh, uh, that made my. It, it sounds like they they explained it. It's like it sounds like Queens of the Stone Age and the best wrestling theme you've ever heard of combined together. And I'm like, yeah, I'm for it. So that's that, my that like, sounds my like people. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, good. it does. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was all for it. So I uh, I, I use that as my theme and I play that. Uh, during my morning show, but I do also have like bumper music that I come after the song, out of the song that I'm playing, and then before I start talking, I have like a little bumper music, which it's mostly all like pro wrestling themes and like intros to <laughs> like intro loops to songs, like that, John Cena, that, <laughs> like no, da, not da, even, da, da. yeah, like like uh, and only like if you're a real big nerdy wrestling fan, you'll know who they are. If not, then it's just like it's just goofy music just and then music that the and like. Yeah, and then and then it's like uh, intros t- to like like looped intros of uh, of like other people's music that um, that we don't regularly play. Okay. So I so that's it's, it's super fun. Hell yeah! Like I was just I was just curious if you ever had like a peepot in the morning. 
did. I did. I did. Like the last incarnation, I had I had a couple of theme songs. Uh, I I had a uh, Fish Fisher actually did one for me. Oh nice. And for the life of me, and for the life of me, I can't find it. I what? it was uh, yeah. I, I he he sent it to me via a text message like a while ago, and then and then I saved it. I saved it on our computer, and then like our computer when the station went off air before this incarnation of the zone came back. Like they wiped almost everything. I thought I still saved it, but I didn't. Mm. Apparently, oh, bummer. Well, there you go. It was great. It was great though. But but you know you're moving on to bigger, you, bigger, better things. You're moving on to different and newer things, but bigger and better. I, yeah. But the reason why I was laughing was because of it wasn't because you're not moving on to bigger and better things. Is because we're all kind of stuck in this situation. Um, well, yeah. So we're all like not moving anywhere. We're all just sort of staying planted. And um, that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted to uh, kind of cover on here. I, I actually had a couple more questions I do, just personal, not personal questions, but personal things that I'm just interested in, in regards to your podcast. But I also wanted to kind of go over some of the stuff that you're that you were talking about on your uh, not this last podcast, but I think it was the one before that where you're just sort of talking about being in quarantine and and in a very yeah. encouraging uh, <clears throat> call to action for artists and and creatives I, to to go out I, there and be somebody i called it uh, i called it an artistic call to arms there you go um because that that's what i felt like and 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 it it's it, i i'll be real with you and you know it's it's fucking terrifying like of what's going on like i never thought in my lifetime that i would ever have to deal with like a global you think of the idea of like a global pandemic and you think like that's like sci-fi level shit, right? Like you, you you don't actually imagine like that, that can't that can never happen. And here we have like we have modern medicine and everything. Like even when Ebola happened, right? And like that still happened like throughout the world in like countries that didn't have as good as science technology as we did. But like this this got so all over like entirety of the whole world. So it's, if we're stuck in our homes and it, it is, and it is not, 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 not like you go outside to die. No, it's not anything like that level of, of a virus. Think, think, think the, you know, the gods, Yes. but it, it, if we're in a, in a place that we're stuck inside, we're stuck indoors, you can't go to work. You're, you're just inside with your thoughts. Like you, you have to use that energy towards something like I'm one of the very few people that still actively is working. Yeah. Which I, I, I'm very, I'm very glad. But I also at the same time, like feel like kind of bad, <laughs> like, because like, I know, cause my heart, my heart aches for everybody. Oh, of course. Because like, there's a lot of people that don't, that can't work right now and they can't do it. And I, and, and what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be like an entertainer, but I'm also supposed to be informative, but I can't like not, talk about what's going on, but then I can't not, not do what I'm doing. And I can't really distract you with like mindless other information or other news. Cause there is no other news. This right. is it. Like <laughs> everything stopped. So what do we do? So that's what I did. Kind of the call of arms on my, on my, on my mind, because like I, I, I did, I did the first one when I had an episode kind of just like disintegrating in front of my hands Ugh. and it was a, it was a panel based episode. It was going to be all like about women and music. Ugh. Um, and, and one girl dropped out like a couple days before and I'm like, okay, I still got four girls. 
whatever. And then another girl dropped off the day of. Ugh. So I'm like, I have three women left. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to scrap this. And then I went home and then I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to put, I'm going to give my two cents on things. So when I have another episode, like I had this, this major event that's going on and people really liked, you know, my, my two cents on everything because normally in a normal podcast episode, it's, it's me talking with an artist, with a band, with someone doing something and I'm getting inside their heads. But now I, I, I flipped it on myself and without being like super egotistical, like I'm, I'm going to talk about what I think is going on. So I did, I did the idea of just like the first one was just like timing of an artist of like, you know, what, where's the sweet spot on releasing music or releasing a single or whatnot. And then for this, this artistic call to the arms, you know, when everything's canceled, like, what are you supposed to do? And I just feel like this is now the time to be creative. This is a time to, to explore new skills. This is a time not to just sit around and play on your phone. Now, granted, I've done that a lot, but um, <laughs> I, I am, I, I'm also, I'm also trying to decompress because I also work a full day, right. not only just doing a show, but I also, you know, I, I work in, a, in the promotion department at the radio station. I work on the digital side. I'm, I'm, I'm still doing a lot of my jobs yeah. every, every day. So I, and I'm just trying to feel like on, on certain days where, you know, I can finally decompress, I can, I can try to use more skills until the point where I'm told I should not be in the building. Right. And I, it's gotten real close to that, but I am like this coming Monday, depending on when you release this, like in, this, in the next couple of days, the building was already like, ha, like has next to no people. It's going to get even lower. There's going to be like maybe at most, at most five people in the building. When it's a full building, it's like 50 people. Wow. Because everybody's going to be doing shows from home. They're going to call them in or they're going to record. They're going to do all these things. Mm. And, I, and I'm and i still going to be at, at my place. I'm still going to do my show. And I'm going to still do what I'm doing. And I'm going to still do all of my work. But it's just like, it's crazy to me. It's, it, it really is. It's, it's fascinating on an analytical sense, but it's, it's just, it's emotionally just a struggle. Yeah, I'm sure, man. I'm sure. And, and like, you know, if anybody doesn't know Peapod, he is, uh, he's also on air personality for 107. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. 100.7. My bet. Uh, no, but, but you, but you also, you work on several different stations as on air. You kind of fill in different spots. So yeah. Yeah. I, ju I jump around a lot. I'm on a, on our classic rock station in Toledo, uh, 94, five XKR. I'm on our, uh, I'm on our kind of top 40 station, uh, Q one Oh five. I do some weekends and some fill-ins there. I bounce around a lot. I just don't do, I don't do oldies and I don't do country, Is but that I did want to try I, I did I did want to try country just because like country formats like one of the biggest country uh, biggest formats in the nation for music but I just can't get behind country I, I I'm not a big fan of modern country <laughs> modern country is hard to deal with man uh, it, some of it's just yeah some shit kicking bullshit but um, <laughs> but there's some good artists out there but but there no. is there is I've, I've I've interviewed some artists and I interview a lot of folker more more folky artists and mm. everything and like. You know, uh, your Ryan Ross, your Vester Fries, you know, yeah. your, you know, Jeff Stewart kind of dabbles in that world a little bit. Yeah. Angel Edwards, Angel Edwards is a great country artist. 
Um, you know, she was from Toledo. She resides now in Nashville. You know, there's oh, okay. there's there's good artists. Yeah. Just you know, but you know the modern modern country is uh, is pop music with twangs. Right, so. right, yeah. Well, it's pop music with with uh, really good Nashville players on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, well, no, because I I I'm just curious because like I, I feel like the radio is a is an essential service. That's what I was kind of getting at with all this. You're you're an on air personality. You're you work behind the scenes a lot, but I feel like. Um, you know, like uh, with I had a, a radio DJ out of San Diego on and I asked her, I was like, so, you know, how, you know, Spotify and podcasts have taken away a lot of your market. And she was like, well, yeah, that might be true. But the the radio is still the last um, the last line of defense for national emergencies, for getting uh, information across the people in mass. And she's like, still, the radio is very important for that. And she was on a top 40 station in San Diego. So she, I, I feel like it serves a bigger purpose than that. I'm not trying to shit on radio at all. Not in the least bit. Oh, no. I still have dreams of being a DJ. Like, there were oh, several yeah. times where I almost emailed you saying, like, how do I um, do like that? <laughs> But I didn't because I don't have time to start doing that now, too. So, uh. well, here's the, th the thing about radio is like it, it's just like how vinyl came back. Yeah. You know, while while technically vinyl is a dead is, is a is a dead technology, it's still actively used and it's still actively bought. Mm. You know, it just works hand in hand with everything. Spotify. Spotify and podcasts are just another element that radio needs to also lean into, and, and a lot of radio people do lean into it. I mm -hmm. mean, I mean, obviously, I you I are one of those one of people. Those people. <laughs> you know, I I and I and I'm one of the few in this in this um in this market that really has taken a a a, a different idea and made it a podcast because a lot of people use podcasts as like a recap for their morning show, which is fine mm. it's not a proper podcast and in, in my opinion a podcast is a is a subject that is separately different and a and 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 it is is people talking on it for an, an x amount of time it could be a short one it could be storytelling or it could be a long form for like potpourri or it's it's it, there's a there's a reason behind it it's not just rehashing what you've already done radio is all about in the moment Mm -hmm. and 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 quick concise and get to it and and while podcasting is more long form and more emotional and you can you can do more with it but you can still balance the two world worlds and i love being the guy that's just kind of like the bridge between the two worlds yeah because i i i, I podcasting is very is is very and i mentioned this before podcasting is very like wild wild west Anybody could do a podcast about anything uh, at any time, and it's easy to put it out there. Radio is very structured. It's very, you know, you you have X amount of time to do X amount of things. You got to make sure you hit X amount of sponsors. Podcasting is more flowy. You know, it, you know, uh, radio is a little rigid with a little wiggle room. You know, so I I like putting the rigidness in a world that is not that rigid. But I also love the freedom of what I do, so I like balancing, putting my two my two feet in both worlds. Yeah, man, and, and uh, I, I haven't actually uh, caught uh, of on the radar or on the radar 
radio. I haven't actually right. caught a broadcast of it, so I was kind of curious on what kind of production goes into it. So you, so what uh, Peapod uh, has on the radio? Uh, oh my goddamn! <laughs> on the radar podcast, but recently you have kind of merged those two together, like you're saying, and now there's on the on the radar radio. Jeez, Louise. Okay, I gotta get that. So, out. so yeah, what what kind yeah. of what what kind of production goes into it? Like, how are you editing this? And like, what what all do you have to do to get that to kind of fit the rigidity of of a of a radio show so on the radar first started as a radio show which was just me interviewing local bands and playing local area music for an hour when the zone the previous incarnation of the zone went away i thought i still want to continue giving a voice for these up-and-coming bands these traveling bands and whatnot so i turned it into a podcast and then i always loved the idea of studio performances i used to, i do that on my morning show then i still do it on my morning show now i bring in a band they 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 do live performances i think that's awesome right. bigger radio markets do that to this day serious uh xm radio does it to this day uh, things like audio tree and, uh, you know, you're like a version out of Australia or your BBC radio. Um, they all do these things. They do these live performances. So that's what I did. So that's why I performed the podcast. So now the radio station's back. So now I'm going to continue playing people's music, whether it's in our backyard, whether it's a up and coming band, whether it's a traveling through band, it, uh, I'm going to play music of all genres on a rock station, one hour on a Sunday night. And then I'm going to take old episodes of the podcast. I'm going to take snippets of it and go, Hey, here's a snippet from our podcast. And then on the radio go, Hey, you want to listen to the full thing? Go to the pocket, go to our website and go to this. That's what I'm doing with your wife is I, I, I took an hour episode, which re-listening to the episode was so much fun. It really was. And, and, and I, and I took three, one and a half minute to three minute segments, um, and decided to, you know, play music. And I go, Hey, here's a segment from the podcast. And I introduce it and then you hear it. And then Hopefully people get interested in not only the artist, because I also play one of the two studio performances that we recorded in these studios I work with. And then hopefully people go, Oh, I want to learn more. I'm going to hear, I want to hear the whole thing. And then they go listen to the podcast and then they check out these artists and they go, Oh, okay. This guy is really interesting. I'm going to listen to more of these people that he's talked to. And I'm going to check out all these other bands and music. And then it really just gives an, just another platform because it's so hard with getting any kind of you know your music out there nowadays to give another an artist a, a, another platform it, you know it, everybody has a podcast but not everybody gets to play on the radio and having your song and, and having your song being played on the radio is is still cool to this day people For sure. and we still and we still do it so how do i get these artists that may never be able to do it on their own I'm going to play a song and maybe somebody will go, Hey, I like it. I'm going to go buy an album. I'm going to buy their shirt. I'm going to go see them on tour. It's just one step in part of the process. That I love that, man. I love that. It, it's, um, uh, you could tell that you care about artists. You can tell that you care about music. You could tell that you care about curating. And that's, what's so cool about your show is like, you're very into it. 
and and you come from a broadcasting background and and, and this I told I we talked well, I told you in the last time you were on the show I was like I really respect how polished it is and how like you just like the way you cut away to the performances I love it you know like I just love how you cut away to performances and it's just so natural and it flows and it's it's, it's very polished as compared to mine where it's just like there could be a kick drum just blasting away 10 feet away from who I'm talking to. So, but, uh, but, uh, you know, I saw your post the other day. Um, you, you know, you decided to, uh, well, I know you're not discontinuing the podcast, but you're, uh, I, I don't want to get it wrong. So please tell me what you're doing with the podcast while we're dealing with this COVID bullshit. So obviously I can't bring, artists into studios because the state of Ohio has put very rigid, uh, put, you know, stay at home orders. And a lot of people don't want to, you know, spread more germs or viruses or anybody susceptible because, but all the sounds of it, we could all be carrying this virus and not show symptoms, but we could be passing it along to somebody else that might end up getting sick and could possibly die if for some reason they are not, their immune system is not up to, up to snuff. So I had, I had two in the month of March, I had two scheduled. I had Shavar Dante and I had Oliver Hazard. Technically before it got real bad in Ohio, I did already record Oliver Hazard. We have an episode ready to go. Um, the reason we haven't released it is because some of the subject material and some of the things they wanted to talk about was going to be tying into some of their upcoming projects that, uh. that they had to be scrapped and everything has to be scrapped because there's no concerts, there's no shows, there's no gatherings, there's no nothing. Yeah. So we had to hold back. And then I had to just straight up cancel on just Shavardante, who's a good buddy of mine, who's done so much for me on a personal and professional levels that like, I, I, and, I and it sucks for me because I couldn't, I couldn't offer him and I wanted him on the podcast for the longest time. Um, now in April, technically, I have three guests scheduled for April. I haven't announced those yet because I don't know how long we're going to be at this point. So I decided that you know everybody and their mother is doing you know the Facebook lives or the video conferencing and everything. And and I did most recently. Um, I I took I I talked to five different creators of like graphic designing or you know merchandise you know fulfillment. I, I brought five guys, you know, some are, you know, a couple are from the area, a couple of them are not. One was from Pennsylvania, one's from Illinois, one's from outside of Ohio, one's, uh, you know, I, I brought all these, some of these guys I know, some of these guys I did not personally know, and I just reached out to them, and I did, I recorded an episode. It went not bad. It's not as sound, I'm a sucker for sound quality, so I, I didn't think the sound quality, at least from my end, sounded as good, but it, it sounded like everybody, and I said it all at the beginning, like this is all over a video conference. So, you know, this is what's going on. Um, that's why the sound might be a little wonky and everybody came in with their, whatever they had. And we had a discussion. We talked about, you know, graphic designs. We talked about, you know, uh, getting burned. We talked about their art and why they do it. You know, we got a little political at a point, which was still great because it, it really resonated how I felt. And, you know, it was a solid hour and change episode. Um, Cause, and that's what I'm going to do. And, and the next, and I have another person possibly that I'm going to talk to over a video chat. 
Um, and, and I'm just going to have to do that. And they're hopefully going to offer me some kind of musical element as well, because that's, that's also the big part of the podcast for me is, is that musical element, you know, featuring some kind of music. And since we can't record in a music studio, you know, this is what I have to do for the time being, you know, you have to learn how to adapt. Um, and if you can't adapt in any sort of way, whether it's your art, whether it's your job, whether it's your life, whatever, you can't learn how to adapt. You shouldn't be doing it. That's what we, that's, that's what we have to do at this point now. Absolutely. You know, that kind of leads to a bigger discussion about, um, people being able to adapt to what we have, what to the situation. And, and if it does turn into, you know, months and months and months, uh, you know, I've been talking to a lot of musicians and, and obviously I've been doing it over the phone or Skype or however they want to communicate. And I, uh, I've been talking about how fucking as musicians, as artists, uh, you know, like we're used to just being in our house all the time anyways. Like we're used to being sequestered and, you know, pushing all the outside world away so we can sort of create and be in it, you know. So it's not too far off of what we usually do. Besides the fact that, you know, we usually leave on the weekends to go and play shows or whatever it is, whatever things we have to do to leave the house. So we're used to this. But people who work, especially in the Midwest, which is a very strong work ethic, they have that mentality. It's like you go to work, you do your job, and, you know, you come home. You know, it's that very uh, worker, blue-collar, you know, I mean, shit, you know, Jeep is right down the street. You know, this is a very blue-collar area. So... There's a very hard work mentality, and a lot of people invest so much of their identity into that. And I fear that, uh, I fear for them, for a lot of people, and even for myself, I mean, shit, I, I know I can only take this for so long. But right. I, I, I think I'm pretty callous to it, considering this is what I've been doing to myself for the last 20 years of my life, just actively not talking to people and living in my house. So, like, uh, I fear that when you wrap your identity up into so f- hard into your just your day job and then you come home and that's really all i mean cuz there's how many people just go to their day job come home drink the beer and they fucking watch the tv and then they go to bed and they do it all over again over and over again it's those kind of people and and you know, i'm not shitting on those people because god knows we need those people to make this world go round but um i i actually just i, I feel for them because i feel like that maybe you invested so much of your time into this job and maybe not enough into yourself or communicating properly with your family or having some kind of external hobby where you can put this energy. I mean, you were talking about that in your podcast about, you know, this displaced energy that we have to put somewhere. And I feel like there's a lot of people who just are going to have displaced energy and that manifests into some terrible situations. So I mean, I, it's really easy to like spiral down and 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 get inside your own head a lot. And 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 that's and it's it's hard. What's going on is something kind of unprecedented we never really dealt with before. And yes, musicians is used to like kind of going off to the side or off somewhere and writing or performing and they had that freedom. Now you don't have that freedom. So you just yeah. kind of have to make with the lemons you got and make lemonade and it's, it's not going to be easy. People are going to struggle, but if you can at least do something with that energy, write a song, do a painting, you know, uh, work on a project, craft, clean something, 
use the energy you have and the time that you do you don't have to, for work or you know spend more time with the kids or just like learn more about yourself like as much as this is a terrible frightening thing i'm not denying that for a second absolutely not i'm not downplaying it i'm not you know i'm not undermining it absolutely not what is going on you should be concerned. You should be diligent, uh, diligent. You should be making sure you and your loved ones are safe and healthy. But I also think that it was absolutely kind of somewhat in a strange way needed because we're so involved with so many things nowadays and social media and, you know, uh, you know, smartphones and technology and all these things that... Now you wipe it all away all of a sudden for a moment and you got to learn how to experiment in cooking yourself or you got to use different services that you don't normally use or you have to, you know, open doors that you haven't really opened before, you know, and I feel like that's what a hu the human race needs to be more is, is adaptive. That's why we're different from the animals other than thumbs. You know, we, we, we're, these, we're these creatures that have taken the idea, we've taken something, we've turned it on its side, and we've adapted, and we've moved on. We were cavemen that had rocks that we turned it into wheels. We turned wheels into wheelbarrows. We turned wheelbarrows into horse and buggy. We turned horse and buggy into cars. We turned cars into planes and planes to whatever. Like, we've, we've, we've evolved in technology, and this is now the point where Something out of the blue has come and upset the system, uprooted the system, changed it for in, in, a, in, a, in a different world. And now I think this is the time now. This is the this is the this is the turning point of us as a species, us as a human race or, or us as a depending on where you look at it, us as a class change it and change the narrative and go to something different. Yeah, man, that I, that was well said. That was that was definitely well said. We taking a step back um, from just the everyday realities that we all live in is is definitely not a bad thing. Um, it, it's definitely it, it's definitely shifting perspectives, and uh, yes. and in ways, uh, yeah, you know. You we we have gone soft. We haven't, you know, like it was our inability to adapt that kind of got us in this mess. It's like we see these outbreaks happening already, like when SARS and stuff, and we did nothing to change our procedures. And that lack of adaptation is what got us in this mess in the first place. So adapting, I think, is a very key word here <laughs> for this whole situation. And we're going to have to adapt to whatever our economy is after, after all this. We're going to have to adapt to whatever new regulations that we just rushed through the house and just passed today, as this Friday or today, whatever fuck the date is today. But we had that big stimulus bill that was packaged and or not packaged, but signed and, and passed today. So we're going to have a lot to reconcile with, and we're going to have a lot of adapting to do. And, and man, I, I fear, I honestly fear that, I don't think that after we get past this pandemic, I don't think there's going to be the jobs that musicians used to have or artists used to have. I don't think they're going to be there for a little bit. I think they're going to, uh, like, I honestly think we got a lot. And I hate having that defeatist mentality, but I also... Um, the reality is that our economy is taking a huge shit right now, and 
bars, um, when it comes to uh, when a bar is deciding whether or not they need to pay the bartender or the band, who the fuck is not going to get paid in that scenario? You know what I mean? So uh, the band is the first to go. The music, you know, live music, they can always be replaced by a jukebox, even though I know there's a lot of people out there saying, that's bullshit, and I'm one of them. But, um, you know, you got to look at it from a business owner's perspective. Is like, am I going to invest this, you know, five to $800 every week or $1,000 every week or however your budget is? You know, some of these restaurants are, are paying, some of these bars pay, you know, like $1,000 a night. And so you think about from Thursday until Saturday night, that's three grand. And that's, you know, that's several, pe- that's a couple people's salaries or uh, things. So I, I don't know if I'm going to have a job anytime soon. Luckily, I have moved my operations mostly online. So, but I, I did lose a big chunk out there. So I don't know, man. I, I think you're right about the adaptation. I, I think that's going to be key and it, it key I to get through the situation and key to get past it. I think, and I don't disagree with you on a lot of those points, but I also think that I think we will all be, or at least I will hope I'll, I'll say hope. I don't, I, I don't want to make any bold predictions because I don't know what the hell is going to go on. Right. Right. But I, I, I would hope to see that people are going to be a little bit more empathetic for the creatives types, whether it comes to uh, the people giving a service, a, a, a art form, uh, a performance, uh, a, a song, a movie, uh, uh, a product. And I think also we are going to maybe take a step back and take care and not necessarily go to a chain right away. I think we're going to revert back to a more local to regional standpoint than going for towards your Walmarts, your Amazons, your things like that. Don't get me wrong, we'll still use them. But I think also people will be a little bit more mindful about who was here supporting things and, and doing their best throughout the the time. And that's what I hope that people will remember. And even if it's just a small chunk, or maybe even if it's the millennials or the Generation Z or whatever buzzword the media wants to give certain types of people, you know, um, maybe it's just that shift in things. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. But that that's what I'm hoping to see. Yeah. Yeah, and anybody that tells you that they know what they're like, they know what's gonna happen, and all this, they're they're so full of shit. They're like the biggest pile of shit inside of somebody. You know what I mean? Like to the top of their hair follicles, they're just full of manure. So like, just these are bold predictions, and, and I get, but but I just see when I saw what happened in two thousand eight, which this is much worse than two thousand eight, uh, by right. the way. Um, what I saw in two thousand eight, as a musician, as a musician who was out there working and doing that at the time, there was a huge fall off for a good amount of time, and only really, you know, in the last, you know, four to five years. And, you know, I, I see this all over the country. I mean, I talk to a lot of musicians all over the country. So, like, they all have this same story is that it slowly built back up after that crash. And, you know, the art scene started getting a lot of investment. And even here you saw, like, Homemade Toledo was coming up. And all these local businesses were doing well because we all inverted on ourselves. And we, we, we started depending on our community to, to rebuild after 2008. So I do think that there's going to be a lot of that. I just... I just don't know if there's going to be, 
you know, if a again, if a if a bar owner is like between paying my staff or paying this, you know, band, it's like they're probably gonna pay for the staff that's gonna keep the business open. And I get it, music draws, and and I am not trying to talk myself out of a job here. <laughs> I am actually hoping I am wrong, just like I'm hoping I'm wrong that I, I went out and got three works three weeks worth of rations. I don't care what they say in that fucking news. I got three weeks worth of rations. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and I wasn't panic buying. That was the thing. Like, like most of the stuff I got was over uh, a period of time. You know what I mean? I didn't go, I didn't go crazy on the first day where I really realized that it was like, oh, this is happening. I mean, we did do a, a good amount of shopping, but like we've been able to sort of spread it out so we're not just, you know, going place. You know, just just wiping out entire toilet paper sections and shit. You know, just doing I it. I never in a understood that. I, I never understood why. I, I, I just, you know, it's a virus, so you're going to be pooping a lot. I, it's not that kind of virus. It's just so funny what people glom onto. Like, like what what made, what kind of magnetism does toilet paper have that people think they need in, in a fucking pandemic? Like, I don't, I, you know, I don't know, but I got some toilet paper, goddamn. <laughs> right. Yeah, gonna catch me slipping. I got me that toilet paper. <laughs> It's that mom mentality. It's like when someone starts running and looking all panicked, and the other person's like, "Why is this person running?" You know, the Chinese fire drill. I think that might be racist. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> but I don't know if that's racist. Anyways, it, it, it's sort of like that—that that mob mentality where people, one person sees one person doing, they're like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna want to wipe their ass. I'm gonna want to wipe my ass." That guy cannot be wiping his ass over me wiping my ass. I gotta wipe my ass harder, and then fights, you know, break out. Um, I did. Well, so you know, I invited you on. And I was telling you that I want that this is probably going to be a shorter episode. So I am going to start wrapping here. But I did, I did want to ask you. Um, and you you can totally decline to talk about this, but uh, I'm going to teach you something very valuable, Peapod, and that is throwing people under the bus gets you listened. So who fucked up your metrics, Peapod? Um. So here's the thing. Um, when I, I, when, when I decided to make my company, uh, to use their plat, okay. So I, I did the podcast on my own for the longest time. Um, I, I go to my general manager, uh, and I go, Hey, you you, you, we're all talking, you know, and, and, and other clusters and other, uh, other people in the radio industry are talking about how we can use podcasting and do local advertising dollars uh, to be put on it. So I'm like, okay, I'm the first one in in our cluster that has a podcast. It's a proper podcast. I've been doing it for three years, and I'm still going to continue doing it on my own, whether or not this radio station, uh, The Zone, continues going by or not. I'm still going to continue doing it. I like doing it, whatever. I would like to try to sell this to some of our clients that we sell radio advertising for, and I can want to offset the price of my 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 pocket. So I'm not paying $150 out of pocket to pay for to to do these episodes. Cause I do three a month. Uh I I pay my producer or the studio that I work with $50 for their work. And and uh, and that's what happened. So in lieu of me paying $150 out of my own paycheck, if I can get a client to give me $150, <laughs> that's what's going on. Right. So they're like, yes, okay, cool. 
Well, I've come to find out I have to use I have to take my podcast off of the system that I was hosting on, Podbean, and I have to put it on their new system uh, that 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 corporate would have access to. That corporate can put in commercials if need to be, or salespeople locally can put the commercials on or whatnot. That I I can tell them, hey, put the commercial here, put a commercial here. It's called Omni. Uh, it's called Omni Studios. So I'm told. So I go, hey, I wanna, I have this podcast. It's gone for three years. I want to take all my episodes, all of my analytics, all my downloads, and put them to this new feed. The people there, there go. Okay, this is what you have to do. So I followed that to the T. And after about a week, I didn't see any of my episodes on this new feed. And I go, what's going on? And we go back and forth, and I and I wait, and I wait, and about another week later, and like it offset in like three weeks. Like I only had an episode ready to go, edited, uploaded, and then they go, okay, we found out the problem. However you'll end up losing all of your downloads. And I'm go, fuck. Okay. Um, and I had to make a, I had to make a decision because it's either a make, pull money out of my own pocket, keep my downloads and continue doing what I'm doing, but I'm not abiding by, you know, the regulations or whatnot. And, and, and this is really kind of, I'm, I'm the guinea pig for other people in our market to test this podcast out or B rip the bandaid off, yell ouch and just go again. And that's what I had to do. So my podcast at one point had 8,000 downloads. I am now at, uh, with these episodes again, I'm that at about like 500. <sighs> so it, 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 it sucks. It hurts, but Subscribers have resubscribed. Is resubscribed. People are checking out the the podcast again, and I just have to go back from square one on, on an analytical sense. If I never revealed that, nobody would know. Right. But I wanted to be transparent, and I go, "This is what's going on." And and I and throughout the podcast, I I would mark and make celebrations of like we have a thousand downloads, we had two thousand downloads, we had four thousand, five thousand, you know, all of this. Like I celebrated those. And and now I'm back at square one. So as of March 27th of 2020, I'm going to pull them up right now while I'm talking to you. You know, you know, I just released an episode technically last night, late last night into today. Um, I have, uh, according to my analytics currently, uh, since I established this on March 6th of this year, I have 466 downloads. Mm. So like, you know, it, and it sucks. Cause like I had a whole mess of episodes that had like, you know, hundreds of downloads, you know? Um, but now I have to start over again, which is, it sucks. It, it, but it had to happen. I have to move on. So that's what happened. Oh man. I, I just, you, I just lost you completely. Okay, well, I got it recorded, so it's fine. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, th- there was a couple times where you kind of like went out, and I'm like, thank God he's recording on his end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says my internet connection is not stable. I think it's because like Corona. my wife is probably watching something downstairs. So we're blaming it on Corona. Up, like a lot of bandwidth. So yeah, we're blaming it on Corona. It's the Rona. It's the Rona, bitch. 
<laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you lost your metrics, but I'm ex- so excited that you're bringing, you know, you're 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 bridging these gaps. Uh, you know, you're you're the hero for the podcasters out there who are who are trying to, you know, I mean, podcasts. I still don't feel like podcasts are a mainstream thing, even though you still see advertisements on ABC about ABC's podcast and you know the New York Times podcast. I still don't feel like they're like completely accepted and treated with that kind of respect. Now, I mean, if you talk to people who know, you know, what they're talking about, like if you talk to like Peapod or something who has a podcast who's deeply involved. Yeah, they're going to be like, yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely something to this. But, like, a lot of people just are like, oh, what is it? Internet? What? I don't, you know. So I still feel like, I, I mean, I, now I will admit it's not how it was when, like, five years ago. Like, five years ago when I started my podcast, still people didn't know what the fuck a podcast is. Now people right. know. But I still don't feel like it still gets that same respect, even as, like, a radio station or, or anything else. And in which, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that they should get the same respect as a radio station. I'm just saying that it's just not looked on. Um, you know, it's not looked at. I don't feel like broadcasters look at uh, podcasts the same way as, you know, people who are very invested in podcasts. I think it's be it's it's all about who does it because you put somebody with some clout and say they do this, people will follow. Mm-hmm. Um, people with clout have a YouTube, people will follow the YouTube. People with, you know, and 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 the biggest thing, you know, I I want people to go back and and go, you know, a podcast is audio. You need to stop and listen. It doesn't need to be video. I'm one of the minority people that think that video on a podcast is is just not needed. Mm. Unless there is an element of visual effects. Yeah. But watching an hour plus video of two guys going back and forth behind microphones, <laughs> I'm sorry, is not visually stimulated. I'm looking at you, Joe Rogan. You're the bastard that had to do this. You're the one who started this. So I am a, I, I, I don't like that idea, but I am a purist. That, you know, that's just that's interesting. Me, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like, you can have your own opinion. I mean, like, I personally like just staring at fucking him, like, you know, Rogan talking to whoever, you know, like, or, or any, like, you know, there's several video podcasts that I really like. But I, I do agree with you that they, it's not needed unless there is a visual element to it. But, yeah, I mean, like, I, my shit used to be video. It started as video. And then uh, we transitioned to audio. And then we had, like, a live feed with Facebook. But then I was just like, this is too much. I'm not going to do this fucking forever. Like, I, I, I can't. I don't feel like I need to do that. So I, I'm with you in that aspect that I, it's not necessary. You it's know. not necessarily, but I'm also I'm also you know kind of self conscious about my looks. So I mean that's probably part of the reason why. That's why I kind of did audio. That's why I did radio. I mean I I love music and everything like that. But I I I, I did radio because of the message. I like the idea of stripping everything away and you're just listening to the message and you understand the message. You understand and you hear the inflections in my voice and things like that. That's what I like. And don't get me wrong, I'm very animated. Some people think I'm attractive. So cool. I mean, well, my wife likes me, so that's I got that. Um, uh, but you know, I I I can benefit from a video thing. And <coughs> excuse me, a lot of other people, um, you know, use video as well. Uh, the guys in Simple Blasphemy, they do a live video 
of their podcast, and then they just release the audio later. And I think that's a great way of doing that. They do a good job. But, you know, I unless there is a kind of element or cool graphics or something to keep you involved instead of just shot of the two guys, then shot of just one person talking, and then shot of another guy person talking. Like, it just, it, it doesn't make sense. Hey, man, it, different strokes for different folks, baby. Uh, okay, well, I, I do want to end on this on a, on a compliment. We'll end on a, on a warm fuzzy and not a prickly pear. Uh, all right. Uh, Raina, uh, Raina was listening to your year in review for 2019, and she heard someone talking. I don't know who it was. I, I didn't listen to that episode, but um, the he suggested that he didn't want to release an album all at once because the way that people consume music these days, when you release albums, barely, you know, they, they might find the songs that they like or they like the singles, and then the rest of the album goes to shit. Uh, so they decided to do these monthly releases, and he said he saw more of a growth and more people were listening to the songs. It was having a more impact as a song than it was, you know, just here's my album now, listen to it, goddammit. Um, and so that's what we incorporated, and, and that was because of On the Radar podcast has valuable information for a lot of musicians, up and coming, um, people who've been in the business for a long time. Uh, Peapod has great way of narrating and directing how the flow of the situation goes. So uh, definitely go check out On The Radar podcast and definitely check out On The Radar radio, which is Sundays at 6 p.m. on yes. 100.7. It's, it's on 100.7 FM in Toledo. And if you're outside the area, you can listen online at toledoszone.com. There's an S, so it's toledoszone.com. Get some pee in your pod. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's a very weird thing. That I do not don't glom onto that, Peapod. I don't don't start using that as your bumper. <laughs> Get some pee in your pod. That's Get some pee on your pod. <laughs> uh Peapod, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to chat with little old me and uh uh, I really appreciate it, man. Fucking, um, you know, good luck with the, the podcast going forward with this whole fucking COVID shit. Uh, it's a bummer, but, you know, you're doing cool things with it. So uh, I, I only see growth in store for you and your, uh, and your, and your business there. And uh, I appreciate it, Mike. I love you and your family and you're doing some great work yourself. And you. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, we're going to keep on keeping on. We're going to keep entertaining and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, until the Rona takes us out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'll make sure to put those links, the On the Radar podcast, in the show notes and uh, all the other links to Peapod and all that good stuff. So go click now. Peapod, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much, Peapod. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's always a, it's always a lovely time when Peapod's involved. Check out on the Radar podcast on all your streaming app thingies: Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. I think. Uh, of I think I saw on his website Dieter or Deeper. I, I don't even know. There were some of these pod. I was looking at his Facebook, and he has all these emblems from different podcast streaming sites. 
I'm like, I don't, I haven't even heard of Dieter, Dieter podcast site or, or um, pronouncement podcast. I, that those are fake, by the way. Um, not talking shit. I, I, I should probably be a little bit more on where my podcast is distributed. So um, I can also advertise those websites. Anywho, uh, go out and support on the the on the radar podcast on all the podcasting application thingies. Also on the radar, come on, man! On the radar radio is every Sunday at six p.m. featuring local uh, and regional acts from around the Ohio area. And also, um, he plays some segments from the podcast. So it's a really cool little amalgamation of content we have going on there. So go support. Go to RainyMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check out the latest single, Chloroform. Also, check out Raina on Twitch.com slash Mystique. Check her out. She'll be streaming tonight. Wait I just looked at the date. It's the 29th. So if you're if you're uh, if you're uh, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, stop in. I I'll be, I think I'll be playing a couple tunes with her if she uh, allows me to. You know, I actually am, am happy about these streaming things because um, right now I'm not performing, and I, I, you start doing something so much, and it becomes part of your job. And so sometimes when it's your job, you don't always feel like doing your job. So sometimes you feel like you're like, oh, we're going to play that place tonight. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go do that. Uh, we'll go sit there and sit by the door where people smoke by and uh, leave open in the winter and whatever the situation is. It, uh, it, it's, uh, you know, there's, it, it turns into a job. Um, but with the absence, absence, the absence of work and performing, I've, I'm missing that shit, you know, it's like you miss it. And, um, obviously I'm sure a lot of you guys are missing your work, um, especially artists who are listening. Uh, obviously we're all missing some shit. So I lo- I'm liking the streaming thing. It gives me a little bit of, it actually, when she told me, it was like, hey, I'm adding a, a stream because she didn't ask. She was just like, we're doing this at 10 o'clock tonight and, and you know, be prepared. <laughs> That's marriage. Uh, <laughs> also, she's my business partner. So and she's she's all business. So I'm, I'm, I'm just in for the ride. I had a great conversation with a with a director yesterday about just submitting. Once you submit, your life gets way better. <laughs> just submit. Men, just submit. It's easier. It, it, it'll save you lots and lots of hard times and blue balls. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, streaming at tonight, 10 o'clock. Uh, s- tune in when we're playing some tunes, some, some sexy R&B and some sexy 90s and some sexy Dolly Parton songs. I don't know. It's going to be sexy. <laughs> All right. I had to get myself together there. Go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. It is newly updated. I, I'm so happy about my website. And 
And so here I've been, uh, I, I've been sort of cracking out on my website, not playing music as much as I should be because I've been doing all this technical stuff with uh, We Speak English Good. So I've been dumping all these hours into YouTube and building that out. And, and I'm very happy to say that I'm like 670 some subscribers in, uh, starting at like 100 or something uh, about a month ago. And I actually started activating my 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 YouTube. And what what happened was is that I noticed because I've been throwing just stupid shit up there for the last five years. And we'll get to the fifth year birthday here in a second. But I've been just throwing stupid shit up on my YouTube. And I just I don't know why, but I don't know when this all started. All the musicians everywhere who lost their job was like, oh, shit, I need to figure something out. So now we got a bunch of people who are live streaming on Twitch. Live streaming on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere where they might be able to like make up some of that income that we just lost. Um, and so uh, YouTube is also another option. And so I, I started trying to figure out what I had to do to monetize. And what I did notice is that my tutorial videos that I would throw up on YouTube were doing okay. So, for instance, my La Bamba ukulele tutorial, which is terrible, by the way, I... I <laughs> I don't want to downplay my talent, but <coughs> holy shit. When I look at some of these videos, I'm just like, that is the sloppiest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I even have, I'm waiting for the comments from those like really high uh, top shelf players. Just like, your shit's garbage. You know, your, your technique is garbage. Like, I'm waiting for it. But what I did notice is that uh, La Bamba was doing well, and it, it had a couple thousand at the time. So I was like, well, maybe there's something to these music tutorials on YouTube, because they were doing okay on IG. And at first I was using these tutorials to sort of build up my Instagram page for the podcast. And I don't... And anyways, um, IG doesn't pay, but IG does help with marketing, so... It is nice. It is important to grow your social medias, but it's not. They're not paying you. They're not paying you directly. At least YouTube, you can. They'll pay you directly. Um, Twitch, they you get paid directly by your fans. So um, we're really looking into diversifying where we're spending our energy online. Uh, I definitely think it's smart to keep growing your Instagram and Facebook, but for musicians right now, um, looking into other ways of making music and sharing it and and you know being paid and compensated for it, um, we gotta start thinking outside the box. So, Twitch has been an option for a long time, and which is really interesting because uh, Raina had started this Twitch page more than three years ago when there wasn't really a lot of musicians on there. And at the time, I remember there was this rush of musicians that got got on there because they had just started letting musicians uh, live stream on Twitch because it was primarily a gaming uh, gaming website for a game uh, streaming gamers. I don't know what to call them. Anyway, it's, it's, it's fucking nerds in playing video games. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to shit on the nerds. Okay, I was a nerd who played video games. I was a fat little nerd. All right, it's fine. All I'm saying, they opened up the doors for the musicians a, a few years ago, and I remember there was this big gold rush for it, and then they kind of just, you never heard about it. But now that people are sort of forced to go look, because I never really looked back into it and 
you know, we, we made this page, or she made this page, Raina, my wife, made this page, this Twitch page, and, you know, she just never did anything to, with it. We, we didn't really have the resources at the time to really do it, and who knows what the fuck happened. It just didn't happen. So now that we're relooking and diversifying our skill set and, and, and once again trying to uh, reconfigure how we're going to make uh, an artist's life work, <coughs> Twitch seems to be the best option so far to grow and to really find a very a very dedicated community of super fans because when you look at the the correlation between twitch and spotify plays it, it's a very positive correlation it's one it, if you have a good amount of followers on twitch you probably have a good amount of plays on spotify is usually how that works out so it's a it's a, just a really cool way to directly uh, accumulate and uh uh, and, and to serve, you know, your your fandom, so uh, it's pretty exciting. It's exciting stuff, and and like I said at the top of the show, I am all about just dropping thousands of dollars on a water cool thing. Because here's the other thing, if Twitch doesn't work out, which it will, maybe I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it will though. Uh, Rain is pretty good about all these things. Uh, <laughs> the oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh well, oh. you know what? It, it doesn't matter. It, you guys should, if you're looking into streaming and you're looking into, um, you know, figuring out different ways of spreading the vibes of your music and stuff, Twitch is an interesting way to do it. Um, outside of Facebook, I guess, where a lot of people spend a lot of time growing their fans there. Uh, but it's just such a weird way. You know, it works for some people. Uh, Facebook works for some people where you can just throw your Venmo up in the, in you know, in the, not the, in the comments or in the, in the, Jesus, my, my brain is just shitty right now. It's just shitty. I can't recall anything right now. This is, this is not working for me right now. <laughs> Anyways, it, it, it's just a different way of doing things. So check it out if you care to check out me and Raina tonight at 10. She performs several nights a week. Uh, write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. I, I would love to hear from you. Um, check out the We Speak English Good page. And again, so I, I love what we did with the page. It, it's it's fucking awesome. I'm putting all I'm I'm about to be around. I think I'm around 120 episodes uh, left. So I'm already 100 and some deep. Now I have about 100. I'm about halfway done with uh, with cataloging and organizing all the episodes it's been it's it's grueling i mean not that grueling it's not like i'm, I'm in a factory you know just pushing a button over and over again until i go insane it is something like that but at least i get to listen to a podcast or music and just it's just data entry bullshit job but it, it's just been really fascinating to go back through and um because what i'm doing is which i which i i realized quickly was you can uh, you can put tags on each episode and you can put them in categories in my website. So not only are you going to be able to go on my website, access all of the podcasts, but you're going to be able to easily search out podcasts that you're interested in. So if you're interested in a, a certain genre like rock, you're going to be able to go and just hit if you see a podcast that you like and it says rock underneath it, you could just hit rock like the genre, not like the object or 
stones. Uh, but <laughs> so you can go, or if you're interested in just hearing about podcasters, or if you're interested in just, uh, or the Austin music scene, anything that has to do with the San Diego music scene or the Portland music scene. Uh, I talk to a lot of people, so I, I do get the insight in a lot of different cities. Uh, music scenes and that's very very cool very interesting and uh, i am just i i just find myself scrolling through like and looking at the work that i've done it's like ah that is fine work and it looks so clean and it's squarespace it's not like i'm some web designer it's squarespace you're literally dragging and dropping and 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 just copying and pasting and it, it's 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 basic bullshit work but <laughs> I mean, it looks so clean. It look. I mean, it's just. I'm very proud of it, and I hope you guys like it. Um, I, I, I have so much more plans with it, and and with all this sort of free time, this imposed free time of with quarantine, it's just been really fun to just sort of build up the podcast. I mean, because this is what I love doing. Probably, I mean, I love performing, but this, I don't know, man. It's a really tough call, and. If I had to choose one for the rest of my life, I really don't know which one it would be. I'm, I would probably have to go with performer because my ego does need to be fed once in a while. <laughs> it's hungry. <laughs> um, but it, I don't know, man. It's a very hard thing. I, I like the idea of performing because it's it, it utilizes my skill set in a way that, it, that really... Uh, I don't know that really is a it's a release that I just don't get from anything else like there's a release that I get playing with a full band that I don't get playing in an acoustic duo but I do get a release playing with the acoustic it's just it, I don't know man it's like coming you know it's just it's different stages of coming and when I'm with uh, when I'm with a group that I've been playing with and we're a solid group and, and you know like like Green Acre Session I love playing with those guys. I know when I go to a show that we're going to fucking kill it. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to fucking murder. And and that's so fun. Like, to me, that's amazing. Uh, but the podcast, on the other hand, I don't know. It's uh, it, 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 You don't get that kind of release out of it, but it, there is the satisfaction of, of talking to somebody and communicating i guess it's just a different way of communicating you know it's just a different way of, of connecting for me and it's been really fucking awesome it's been an amazing five years so let's see saturday or something i got or friday maybe last friday i got a notification on my phone uh from my uh, uh google google calendar because when i started the google calendar i Oh, I think think Rain is gonna start a morning shift on Twitch. We'll see what happens here. Um, so uh, I, I just got a text from her. She's gonna start her Twitch this morning. So you're gonna miss this by the time it comes out, but uh, that's okay because you can come back tonight around ten. Uh, but it's been about it's been an amazing five years. I, I have to admit, like it's it, I. Like I was saying, going through and cataloging all the episodes has been like really interesting for me to kind of go back, look at all these different episodes that I did. Some I'm just like, oh God, I can't, I, I forgot I did this episode, or like, oh geez, you know, like just 
it, it's embarrassing. It's fun. It's been, uh, uh, you know, it's you're looking at a body of work all at once. You know, like you're going through it and dissecting a whole body of work, five years of work. Um, it's a big task, but it's just been ultra satisfying. And with the fifth year sort of pinging on my phone, just as a reminder, it's just been a, a very interesting time of reflection about the show. And to see the growth of me and the show sort of correlate where, um, like, if you listen to any of the beginning podcasts, it's just me stammering, talking about my dick. It's so, it's ridiculous. I, 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 I almost find it unlistenable. It is unlistenable for me. Like, I'll just listen. <laughs> I sound like an idiot. So, I, it's it's... It's fine. It, it, it's a great way of, of, of showing growth. It's a great way of seeing growth. It's just been a great way of, of, of seeing and, and, and dissecting and really understanding what this is. And after five years, I finally understand. I finally have a path for the show because I've never really understood where I was going with this. And, you know, like at first it was sort of this networking sort of fun thing that I did with my friends so we could talk about our genitals. Uh, but then it turned into something very serious for me. I take this very serious and um, I, I'm constantly working harder to be better at it. I'm constantly trying to figure out what, I, what's, what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. And um, when something grabs you like that, you know, pay attention. Uh, like I, this is this is nothing but a money pit for me, and you hear people like I, I heard Tim Pool on JRE the other day, and he was talking about how he gets hit up by these um, by these people who want to be journalists who travel the world because Tim Pool is this journalist. He worked for Vice News, and he w he got his start in, in the um, the what was that. Shit, what was that movement called a few years ago in New York City where people were just sleeping in the park? It was just a bunch of, like, hippies becoming homeless in the park in New York. They were just sort of like, Occupy, Occupy. So back in Occupy, <laughs> look, look, nothing against Occupy, okay? It was an interesting movement that was interesting. Uh, but, but that's where he got his start. And so this dude, uh, Tim Pool, he was getting hit up, and still is, getting hit up by people who are interested in doing what he's doing, which is traveling the world, doing interviews, being a journalist, you know, being like on the, you know, foot on the ground journalist. He said, okay, do you got money saved up? Um, no? Okay, save up some money. Go get a job. Go get a shitty job. A job that you're probably going to hate. Work that job. Save every penny. Every penny you have, save it. Save it, save it, save it. And then... Um, you know, when you're ready and you have enough money, find a story, go cover it, pay for it. You have to pay for it yourself. Go do that. Um, you know, and, and so what he found is that most of these people weren't willing to do that. We're not willing to, um, step outside their comfort zone, step outside, you know, take a step off the cliff, like of uncertainty, uh, to, to bet on themselves. And to, you know, and also it just is, it's a clear signal of where their passions lie. So what I got from that is, you know, not everybody has passions. And that's been a it's been a thing that I've been talking about. Not everybody has passions. Not have everybody has a drive to do, you know, 
great things. And I'm not saying that this podcast is great things, but um, you got to be willing to pay for it. You got to be willing to put yourself out. You sacrifices from every angle. There's never, I just got this bit of advice. There's no real balance to this. You know, you're always working and you're always putting all your energy into whatever you believe in that you're doing. And God damn it, you better believe in it. Um, it's taken me a long time to believe in this show uh, just because of my own personal talent. But I, I believe now that I am, I'm hitting a level of, of communication with people that is unprecedented for me. And I'm able to expound ideas and, and uh, you know, express uh, the opposition. And, and I have enough time. I've done it so much now where I have actually enough time where I can, I, I, I can just be in the moment. And, and react and not be sitting there thinking of the next question or think you know like thinking of where i need to steer the, and i still do i still do sit there and, and think of while they're talking and still i'm i'm present but i hear something and i'm develop i'm developing this new method which i'm sure is what journalists do anyways it, I, i've never looked into it but i'm writing stuff down as i talk so i'm, I'm writing down keywords that are that I want to come back to or if someone says something that my guest excuse me my guest says something that I want to swing back to and they're in the middle of saying stuff especially now with um, having to do this over Skype or Zoom um, there's that lag and so you really do almost have to like step on other people to get them to stop talking sometimes um, whereas in person you have these social cues and you know, you're exchanging this real-time energy, and and you can kind of feel where you get where the words slide in. But with this computer in between us, it's a little weird. But it's uh, you gotta be willing to sacrifice, and and I pay for this this podcast. I pay for it. I don't make money on it. I, we have a sponsor. Uh, he that helps. It's not the end-all, be-all for us. We're not making any money on this. So it's, it's, a, um, it's a passion project, and I'm, I'm passionate about it. I've dumped thousands of dollars down to, in service of this passion. So I don't know. It, it, you get to a point where you've invested a lot of money and invested a lot of time, and <clears throat> I've invested a lot of, of my energy in developing this skill that I didn't have when I first started. And uh, it's just been so fucking cool. And, and it's, it's been so gratifying. And I've said this so many times over the years, but this podcast has led to most of the cool things that I get to do. So it's, uh, it, you know, it, it, this podcast doesn't pay me. But where it, what it does pay me in it is in a network of cool ass people that I get to, I mean, I've said this before too, it's like it's like having these cool, fun acquaintances all around the country that you just sort of, you know, anytime you bump into them on the internet or in real life, you're just like, hey, it's you, and we shared this moment, and it, it was a great moment, and um, that that's awesome. And the the gigs that came out of this, the, the opportunities, the band opportunities, the... Just, just everything that's come out of this podcast has been just very positive, and uh, so it's been really cool cataloging all the episodes, seeing the progression, 
and seeing like there's i'm going back and seeing the original release date it, for some reason i just thought it was always wednesdays was my release days but it turns out that there were sundays and some saturday releases and very odd release schedule that i had there so it's uh it, it's been a little it's it's been fun it's been interesting to see how quixotic my release dates are and you could really see like <laughs> where i was like scrambling to get shows together you can see like parts of my life where i was severely depressed where where um there's not a lot of interviews there's a lot of playlists which i still am a little weird about the playlist thing so i have all these playlists on my feed where it's like just reg it's just music and it's reggae, it's post-punk, it, it's synthwave, it's just different genres, and it's just playlists that I put together off of Spotify. And I'm really weird because I'm really weird about it because I did one, uh, the Golden Age of Hip Hop, and I put a Kanye song on there, and Kanye, it was flagged, and not by Kanye, but by his people or by bots, whatever. Um, because it was copyright infringement and it didn't dawn on me and, and at the time i was releasing these so i actually stopped after that i stopped i think i stopped doing playlists I'm pretty sure i stopped doing music playlists and i only did playlists now with guests who have given me permission to play their music on my podcast so it's uh i stopped doing it and, it, and so now i'm just sort of weird about it i'm not sure if i should take those down because I don't want any future copyright. You know, I'm just thinking about all this work. I'm doing all this work, cataloging all these songs. And then just to get deplatformed because of, of copyright infringement, it makes me really uneasy. I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. Email the show, wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. If you know about these things, please let me know if I should just take those down. I mean, there's no reason for them to be up there. They were honestly filler because I just didn't want to not have something in my feed. And and I hate to admit that, but it, it's true. And five years is a long time. A lot of things happen to somebody over five years. Uh, different ups and downs, especially being an artist. There's different ups and downs to this. Ups and downs in mood and, and, and everything. And so uh, there's certain times in these that uh, those dark periods and I just didn't have it in me to book guests. And there's a certain amount of stress that comes with sending an email. <laughs> um, and you know, especially when you're chat when you're exchanging emails with someone you really respect and, and uh, you know, you really want on the show and you really want to present your best self. So, yeah. Anyways, the, the, you know, it, it's been a great five years, and I, I, I look forward to the next five. I look forward to growth. I look forward to to uh, putting all my energy into these this, this fucking weird project that I started five years ago. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I love it, and I have, I'm telling you right now, the guests that are coming on, the conversations that we have are just they're beautiful like real like just real connection between two human beings and i hope you guys really enjoy it like it's it i feel like it's a new phase for the podcast like we're going into a new phase of 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 how i communicate with guests now it, it's just it's very interesting it's very cool for me and i hope it's cool for you guys it, it's um, you know last year was our biggest year that 
of growth and so far we're maintaining it and we're sort of plateaued here for a while um but whatever i mean people you know thousands of people are listening to this every week so i'm not gonna be mad i'm not mad that <laughs> you guys keep coming back so um i however big this gets however you know however far i take it I'm just happy to be a part of it, and I'm happy that people are out there enjoying it. Um, and and it's nice to see familiar faces, you know, uh, familiar names or whatever coming up. And um, yeah, you know, I, I'm just—it's it, great. It's great that there's a community forming here. So, yeah, I was thinking about moving this tw to Twitch, not like moving everything to Twitch, but I was just thinking about doing different—I uh, don't know—just streaming. Because of the different things I do, maybe it'd be interesting to you guys. I don't know. Let me know. I was thinking about doing like production a little bit, and then maybe podcast um, production. I was thinking about doing actual live interviews um, on Twitch, just so you know. There's a lot of options, and you know, maybe, maybe I don't know. I might just hop on Reina's feed forever. So who knows if she allows me. She'll probably build this amazing community. Who <laughs> should I bring on Mike? Boo, no, too much male energy. Get that BDE out of here. Um, <laughs> that's right, I said BDE. Google it. Anyways, so um, that's it. I mean, that's really it. I mean, it's always going to be the same, I guess. It's always going to be like, I'm really happy about the show, and it's really fun and growth and, and going forward and... Uh, yeah, so going forward, we're, we're, it's business as usual. We're going to be talking to people, and we have some great shows coming up. So next week, we're talking to Chihiro, uh, who is a Broadway percussionist. Uh, she, she lays out, she has this uh, cool article out right now that I'll include in the show notes next week. And it sort of correlates really well with our conversation because it was sort of a conversation about um, her coming to terms with what's going on currently and losing her jobs and uh, but it also was a conversation about how to become a percussionist on Broadway which you know we kind of covered it's like how did you get there and it was you know it was hard work and some other stuff and so she wrote this article that got published and I'm gonna put it in the show notes it's just it correlates beautifully with the podcast so uh, be on the lookout for that she uh, she's she was just in the this year's production of Miss Saigon and when all of this happened. So she was about to do a Broadway run of Miss Saigon and she lost her job um, due to coronavirus. So um, great conversation. And then next week, and then after that, we start talking to people internationally. We, we go international. We're going to Latvia and we talk to Reynas, uh, who is amazing, like Prague artist who plants gardens and... Um, I, he's just a he, he's a wonderful guy who probably speaks English better than I do. Um, he just that was amazing to talk to that guy to see how what's going on on his side of the world. Uh, and then we're going to Barcelona, Spain. We're talking to uh, a classical viola player. Uh, you know, it's just the conversations have been just wonderful, and I don't I don't think it's stopping. It's not going to stop. Like I'm getting better at talking to people and uh, and that's exciting because let me tell you something and I know I just said this already if you go back and listen to those early episodes I'm a stammering idiot talking about his junk but 
um, you know, I just couldn't have a conversation with people. I could, and I could do it well, but it was just such a it was just such a hard task getting past like that nervous energy that I put off and and that anxious energy. So mm, the good conversations were always reserved for my good friends because well I'm comfortable with them. So to be able to go into a situation and tr not only make yourself comfortable but make the other person comfortable as well. Um, <clears throat> going into Dave Katz's house in Cleveland, who Dave Katz of Acoustic who was just gracious with his time and invited me into his house. I was so nervous. My palms were sweaty. It was fucking ridiculous. But I get there and Dave is like, dude, I take medication for palm sweaty palms. So it's like we're all we're all a mess, you know, we're all a mess. And and. And that realization that we're all just human is really starting to sort of kick in for me. That we're all just human beings. That no one's better than anybody else. It's like you might be have a different skill sets, but no one's better. You know, it's just we're all just humans, flawed with sweaty palms. You know, banging away at our toys, whatever that means. Anyways. That's it for me. I, I've rambled on way too long. I have a podcast, actually, in a couple hours here, so I do need to prep for that. Uh, so I'm going to let you guys go. If you made it this far, congratulations. I, I can't believe that you want to hear me talk for this long about me. So uh, WeSpeakEnglishGood.com, check it out. Follow us on uh, at WeSpeakEnglishGood and... Ugh. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at We Speak English Good. Like and subscribe, uh, or excuse me, like and subscribe and review. That's the words. My God. Okay, you know what? HJ's for everybody. Be good to your fellow human beings. I'll see y'all next week with Chihiro from Broadway. Fresh.